Hey, Pulpets, as a quick reminder to check us out at our website, Pulpery.com, and to follow us on Twitter, at Pulpery, for all of our latest updates and our commentary on the sports and nerd world. Hey, everyone, just wanted to take a quick moment to promote a small American business, The Goddamn Sauce. They produce a wide range of sauces that range from replacing the condiments in your refrigerator to hot sauces to give you that little extra that you need in your food. I have tried all of them. I personally like the original Goddamn Sauce and their mango sauce. These are perfect for dipping, for sandwiches, and for marinades, whatever you like. So head on over to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. You let Whoa. half, sorry, you let half the universe die. Before you saving the other half of the universe. I don't give a fuck. All right. Well, You're then. awesome, but fuck you. We lost also, Spider-Man. And say that, that, also say that hate for the Eternals. They're not demons. We can't find them. Anyway, so. Sorry. You I'm, just said, showed up at the. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Stop I mean, blaming this shit on me. I didn't mean Welcome to Pulpourri, the podcast where we converse about the sports world, nerd culture, where the two intersect, and many points in between. It's Thursday, February 3rd, and we're looking for answers to the following questions, like Mando is looking for a proper gift for Grogu. Did the Book of Boba Fett need the Mandalorian to save the season? Who else could have been framed for Peacemaker? And what are the butterflies really in Peacemaker? All that and more on Pulpourri with Brock and Ben. Dealer's choice. How about that? (laughs) Surprise me, motherfucker. All right, we're going to do... We're gonna we're gonna start with Peacemaker because why not? Sure. I don't give a fuck. And again, this lead off with James Gunn is a fucking genius. Those aren't even those last two things aren't even a thing. <laughs> and James Gunn was one of them. Yes, I know. <sighs> that red, did, yeah, that didn't make the, the episode, but it made the it made the like the the supercut. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can't remember James Gunn and somebody else like in real life. Yeah, well, it, so, I mean, Those since we're last talking two about aren't even a thing. So this is my question about that, which I thought was really interesting. So as he's going through the list, right, of people who he, who he should have framed, <laughs> is you know, so Economos points out the people that are dead, right. And granted, he skips over a few. But then when he gets to, like, Transformers, the cast of Riverdale. No, no, no. no. Those cunts from Riverdale. (laughs) Don't get get it twisted. So you're going, like, well, if, I mean, and he he doesn't. Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. But he doesn't jump out and go, like, those aren't real or they're still dead. So is in the DCEU, like, is Riverdale a real thing? Like. They're cunts are, from Riverdale. Are, are Transformers part of the DCEU? I, mean, I like I'm, that you, Eugene Levy is. <laughs> right. Was that canon? Or was that John Cena just... Riffing. Right. Which, that's even more impressive. Yeah, especially because Diebeard... <laughs> yeah. That doesn't even make sense. They're dead! And he goes, shut the fuck up. I am giving you a list of names. <laughs> 
like I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, and then and then of course the end credit scene where it's like and it's like you know that's ridiculous. And I would never blame Ariana Grande because she looks too innocent. Granted, like maybe so, but <laughs> so they agree on Ariana Grande. The like, very first one. The, the <laughs> very first one. Oh, the rest of them? No. <laughs> Fuck. Hell, any one of the Beatles? <clears throat> Pete Best. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Which... And that's where... And it's, it, it was all because of a PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation about what a butterfly is. Which is cool. We, we figured it out. But... But that... It, like, through the butt? That yes. would mean they crawl through poop. <laughs> Yep. Bigot. Bigot. Um, I let where and and going back and rewatch. I mean, watching it a couple of times. It's that that whole scene with with the PowerPoint. I love it in that. You know, here's this world of superheroes and stuff, and they bring mundane office culture in. And everybody, because the whole crew's there, <laughs> and Harcourt's sitting like on the back of the chair. <laughs> And Myrne is just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I just, Adebayo is just like, like they, like, stop being mean to him. They have to be in the meeting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's like, bureaucracy. Myrne's just like, would you please be quiet so we can get this over with and all get back to our jobs? Please. It, it, I just still love that, like when it ends, when Kakanamos being like, "Oh, I didn't put much thought into it," and being like, "You totally fucking did," yeah. and it sucked. I thought that monkey and that man were friends. <sighs> just, just uh, poor Greybeard, but he makes up for it later. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so, definitely makes up for uh, it later. And, <laughs> and then it, it goes from the PowerPoint right to. Them the, in the car. No, no, no. To him talking about how they nickname everybody after their penis. And oh, you get like yes. Vaney McVainerson and Vayner, Vayner Stein. Stein. Yes. Thank you. Vaynerstein. <laughs> yeah, like what was Prince the... Charming because his dick looked like a saber. Oh, right, because they were saying that Peacemaker's a bully. Yeah. So and he was like, I was bullied because everybody <laughs> called call me, me a bully. <laughs> Which, we, no, the best one. I, we called him Thimble. Yeah. Yes, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> but I don't care because I don't have emotions <laughs> like the rest of you. Which, that one's really interesting because it, it opens a window into Vigilante. Yeah, exactly. I figured he was just fucking crazy. Yeah. And then good at what he did. Right. Now he's um, emotionless. Right, so he's he's either a sociopath or he's on the spectrum somewhere. Like... He's a, yes. like he's he's a high you know he's he has like Aspergers he's really high functioning, a high functioning assassin. Yeah, yeah, he's Ted Bundy of the assassin world. Got it. <laughs> Who doesn't care about kids or emotions? He, oh right, because he fucking <laughs> shot kids in the head. Yeah. I got it, got it. He wants to kill people with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> so right, so that whole scene started because I guess this episode was about John Cena being a bully, quote unquote. I keep calling him John's a peacemaker. Yeah. Sorry. So or Chris Smith, <laughs> which is amazing too. It really is. So I then then we 
least glossed over when the cops went and talked to the white what is the white wolf it's yeah white, no, it's, what is his dad's superhero we've been i've been referring to him as white knight but that's not what it is it's the white white dragon yes yes that's it and they're talking because he's because he's kkk of course <laughs> And he goes, didn't figure I'd see you again, Lucy Lou. <laughs> and then she. No, that that was like, yeah, she got back for the, sp- or for the fork she, comment. Yeah, because she immediately <laughs> shot back with Lucy Lou. Is that the only th- thing you could think of? Johnny Fallon <laughs> called him Guy Fieri. Anyway. Who was the last one? It was a, oh, um, oh fuck, it's the guy from The Voice, the uh, country singer. Blake. Um, she, yeah, she called him Blake Shelton, and it was yeah. like, I'm running out of the I'm white, guys. Out of white guys. She had three. <laughs> like, and so it's like, those are the categories. Jimmy Fallon, Guy Fieri, and Blake Shelton. And like, that's, that's it. The, that, wow, it would have been great cool. if she had thrown out a John Cena on that. <laughs> Maybe that's in the bloopers somewhere, you know, or in the, the, yeah, the, there's gotta be. the stuff that didn't make for it. For the six-hour version of <laughs> yeah. that. But then they put him, like they did, <clears throat> so I know the new captain, Yeah. the other shady guy who talked to Mern, is keeping him in jail while Lucy Liu's trying to get him out, because right. they figured out the thumbprints. So, you gotta assume the new captain's a butterfly? See, I, I, I have that question, because right. it's... But but their beginning dialogue when he knocks on the window in the apartment. He goes, who knocks on the window with the door right there? That's a fucking beautiful (laughs) observation. Jesus. And uh, is that, yeah, like, but, you know, they're talking about the old days. Right. So, well, also, too, is I was, for me, the idea is that Mern got the butterfly when he was knocked out at the senator's house so he hasn't always been like this but he right. is now or i mean has he and like you bring up like has he always been a butterfly and then that's how him and that's, captain Locke right. know each other exactly um, because the way they talked it's like it was almost understood yeah that he was or maybe it's the butterflies talking to each other oh, now we're going crazy yeah like they're reminiscing about whatever the butterfly home world is which I mean, there's. I thought I heard reminisce, and I yeah. immediately went to Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, quick quick aside on that the the actor that plays Captain Lot, which is I, I always I know forget I've his. I've seen him somewhere. Well, so he was like the he was the overall villain in like um, Hell on Wheels. He was the Swede in that one, and he he play he plays a really good creep, and he's yeah, he's well, amazing at it. He's and. Uh, and the thing is, is that I meant to go back and check, but at least in that episode, when I watched it for the second time, he's now in the opening dance credit. But I oh, hadn't I seen him before. God, I, I skip that. Right. Well, I like that's the thing is that. But you're pres- right. Like when it's uh, so beautiful, judo, I gotta watch it every when, time. When judo man or whatever, yeah. he was holding him, and then eagle. Yeah, it changes every time. A little Kinda bit, like yeah. The Witcher does. At first, I thought, yeah. At first, I thought it was just the same thing, and so, but I, I I'm not a hundred percent on it. But this time, it was like all of a sudden I saw him dancing behind the cops, 
and it was like I had I hadn't I hadn't recognized now that before. Now you've got me paying attention yeah, exactly. to the fucking opening dance number. Well, first off, why wouldn't you? Wow. Because it's an awesome dance sequence, and the song is just perfect for the, the fucking show. The stoic dance routine. Yeah. That like all of them, and like I still marvel at that, like how they're all just deadpan, yeah, doing these like ridiculous adult TikTok dances. Yep, super serious. And like, yeah, kudos to Robert Patrick for doing the exploding pelvis, and not oh, yeah. not smirking I, at all. I would, I bet it took seventeen takes. Oh yeah, I but bet, I bet it took a forever to record this. Show. I was just saying, it's like there's been a couple of things that popped up on Twitter. Like James Gunn is either liked or he's thrown out there of when they were choreographing it. And then a couple of, you know, like there's one where like Alan Tudyk, who's his wife, was the one who did the whole uh, choreography. Thank you. That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. Choreography. Choreography. I don't know. Uh, But anyway. It was his <laughs> wife, so there, there's a couple of clips out there of like him modeling it for everyone. So you got, you know, like this, you know, crazy guy who shows up in all these nerd shows. Modeling, the, yeah. like choreographing. Yeah. The day. But why? Why? Why not? That's that. That's that's the main that's, thing. That's the question. But anyway, yeah, I like I I like the so, establishment so of, that, that, of the of the Captain Locke character because and now he's behind just, the desk, yeah, super creepy. Well, he's got that perfect like sociopath voice. Like it doesn't he doesn't raise it like there. Like I mean, vigilante. Yeah, yeah. Except he's not as animated. It's just that like cool, calm. Like I'm I'm clearly evil, and you're gonna find like out sooner Mern's or later. Mern's like that too. Yeah. No, but Mern tells. Well, Peacemaker well, to go shut the fuck up a lot. Well, and and to me that's that is what I thought was when the butterfly the butterfly enters him because like before they go to the senator's house he's you know he has that whole conversation about how he doesn't express emotion and shit like right. that and then after the senator's house that's when he starts yelling at everybody and oh good catch this is this is and how much made, and they made you believe that it was just him yeah. Learning learning and again changing we, his behavior modifying his behavior could be and now, then the butterfly it, makes way more sense and to me and this shows you how well crazy you've gotten me about this show is that when i went back and rewatched it when he starts having those emotional outbursts they the harcourt character is always reacting quietly in the background yes. like she's like what the fuck like yep so it's you're kind of going like well okay maybe they're starting to pick up on it and then you know, after now, well, which they're really going to know, right? If she lives <laughs> after, God damn, don't you do that? To no, me. well, I mean, she's she's one of the main stars in it, but we well, are. I mean, she's what's her face's daughter. Yeah, we are. We are jumping ahead, though. Yeah. So. Okay. So after after the uh... well, before we jump back into that, <laughs> back with the back with the police officers. And je- and talk about like deadpan, nobody breaking. Like when they're knocking on her uncle's house, and he's like, "Well, what's his name? Judy." The judge, judge is Judy. Judy? <laughs> Just dead. Yeah. But wait, we forgot the. What are we forgetting? Rice noodles. I really like your noodles. Rice noodles, not like the wops with their stupid carbs. I'll let you say that. Yep. <laughs> 
I can say that because I am one. And then, and then her response, thank you, because I invented them. <laughs> right. Sorry, I had to get the guinea joke in there for, yeah. for myself. Well, I guess, I guess that is like the beauty part when you set up like somebody who is like a KKK superhero. Mm-hmm. You know, like it does, it does give you license <laughs> to throw that stuff out because then it's like, you know, I the never, person is horrible. I never. Yeah, I know. Never looked at it as a KKK superhero. Well, you, I mean, you know, everyone's supervillain is someone's superhero. I mean, there, there are people out there that worship the Joker more than they worship Batman. So, well, I mean, I get it, but he's yeah. a Nazi. Oh, Joker's yeah. just a sociopath. Sure. Sadomasochist, sociopath, genius IQ. Well, um, and also the word to go with his dad to what, what I thought, which I really did like was as they're going through it. And when they go back to the couple. Yes. And they said what everybody, I think, was thinking. And you're going like, why the fuck are you trying to get this guy out of jail? Right. And when they're like, why did you lie? And they're going like, well, you know, he, he, he is Peacemaker a, was a really good dude. And like, isn't the guy that you have in there a Nazi? Nazi. <laughs> right. And she went. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But sir, that's why I was asking. And even. So what is. The captain. What's the captain's name? Captain Locke. Locke? Yeah. Oh, that'll be easy to remember. <laughs> he wants to keep him in there, too. Yeah. But why? They're well, I mean, where him and Mern are working, so they want to... Whatever the... Bad what, guys, the villains... Or, at this point, whatever the butterflies plan for Peacemaker. Like, so that's what... I mean, I'm assuming this week... Or James Gunn teased it. He was like, there's a lot of twists and turns coming up this week. I hope you all enjoy the episode. What? Because Judo King said... They're not who you think they are. So maybe Mern is a butterfly. He's always been a butterfly, and he's working against... Oh, man. Yeah, some other larger thing. Wow. Which, that's what I'm, I'm very curious about for the entire series is, like... Is this a one and done thing, or is is Guns going to set it up to be like, okay, we're going to test this, and if people really like it, of course, which of course it's getting massive Rave. ratings, and it's it's the highest you know rated or you know fresh rate fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's critic and and viewer wise, and it's way high up there on HBO's list too. Yeah, I mean it's not going to get anywhere near. So well, and not to but. Not to toot our own horn, but after the Suicide Squad, we had said, like, why is Warner Brothers not putting James Gunn in charge of the DCEU? Because right. he's... He uh, had seven characters right there that he can make movies <laughs> with. Right there. Well, and also it's, uh, you know, why not play in, like, as he's done, lean into the dark. Right. And to where it moves into slapstick and, you know, into what he's really good at, which it leads into... When they walk into the goo factory, but gonna, well, we <laughs> we got to get to the bus ride over there. But it, like he's he's really good at gory like gory humor. Yes, and but not bashing you up like it's he walks a razor thin line. Yeah, it's awesome. Which actually that does remind me of of another thing, and I it was on my other sheet of notes, and I forgot to write it down on here. So they did a a, a crane shot. When, or I will set it up. When Captain <laughs> Locke calls Mern, picture. 
Right. And they do a crane shot of the outside of this of the shop that they work out mm-hmm. of. And it's this it was like a weird name video store with a little dragon on it. And I'm right. like, well that doesn't make any sense. And I looked up the guy, it's like like or matter it's not Matterhorn, it's like had like Hatterman or something like that. Okay. But it's a nod to this B movie horror horror filmmaker that James Gunn always throws shit out to. I and love so, that they were in a in a video store. Yeah, that's their headquarters. Named after this, you know, you know, kind of like uh, I don't want to call it like a low level, but like a, I know what you're talking. A Harvey about. Corman, like yes. someone who made like a bunch good of, horror movies. Yeah, yeah, like where like Cronenberg started out in. And so, where is he at? Can somebody wake up his corpse? Oh no, he's well, he's in Star Trek right now. Oh okay. He's, that's what it is. He's still playing that character, and he's playing it really well. But we'll we'll get to we'll get back to that in another episode when we <laughs> when they start up the second half of the season. But anyway, oh, yeah, that's okay. But I just wanted to throw I like because that that was one where I was like that name. It didn't it didn't ring familiar to me, but it's like it registered. It's like hey wait, that's a fucking weird name for a video store. There's got to be something behind it, and then of course you know you just you Google it, and then it's immediately there. That and like it's the filmmaker, and then underneath it, it's like. James Gunn's odes to this guy. And it, you know, he throws little nuggets out there. He throws Easter eggs out. He's brilliant. Yeah. So, I can't wait for the next one. But that also explains, you know, like his style. Like, yes. He, he's taking, you know, B horror movie, slasher movies, and he's tweaking them for a broad audience. I can get down with that. <laughs> I am down with that. I'm picking up what he's putting down. I am. I'm digging. I'm digging it. <laughs> All right. So, back back to the story. So <laughs> the van. Yeah, the van drive. The drive over to the goo factory. I guess you don't like Swedish metal. <laughs> Which, uh, sorry. sorry. No, sorry. I'm just saying, like, like for anybody who has it, they're they're bringing back a lot of memories of. Like literally when you know working in kitchens, yeah, and, exactly. and having that dude like, oh, you got to listen to this Norwegian metal, and you're like, oh, it's good, you know. But like, it's a good little tutorial and modern, yes, or you know, I get yeah, modern metal. I'm I'm waiting for the for the thrash episode. With oh like, yeah, because this one was poison. Yeah, and she was. What did she say? Like, those are guys. Yeah, Some yeah, like, a little awesome. You know, phobic. those dudes are are dressed as women, and he goes, "I believe." Where is that? I believe their pronoun <laughs> their is preferred pronoun is long live <laughs> rock. <laughs> you mother, you brilliant bastard. Yeah. God. Well, and, and and I I do have to thank yeah James Gunn in that episode. For bringing me back to Hanoi Rocks, I had completely forgotten about that band. Eleventh Street Kids, Kids. yeah, yes. But uh, again, like like I said, that that takes me back to a dude who was it was you know he was always like, oh, if you like that, you'll really love this weird, obscure, of course, European thing. And it's like, oh god, like I got transported back ten years in my life when they started playing that. I'm still listening to the. I'm going to see a band from Sweden, metal metal band. So, in like a month, that'll be awesome. Yeah. See, Swedish metal basically is what we're saying is Swedish metal. Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where the where the helicopters are from. I think they're Swedish too. They're Um, from over there. Yeah. One of the 
for yeah, it's like what is it like? They they just tweak it a little bit. I mean, I guess maybe it's cleaner or not, not in the bit. lyrical content, but they just it's just better better produced. Yeah, I don't that band. Great, I don't know how we got on music. That band Graveyard, the bluesy band, they're from Sweden. Yeah. Well, I mean, James Gunn always puts together great soundtracks. Yeah, his so. music's perfect. Yeah. So whoever his music guy is. I think he, it's him. He needs a raise. Yeah. But it's like, I like this one because it's staying within the theme of hair, me- or, you know, hair metal. Yeah, just like the Guardians does with his music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's more like time, like time period, right? But like this, this is just this is yeah, it's all like I love it. Whatever, yeah. So the whole ride over was about Hanoi rocks, and then she was like, "Oh look, we're here! What a shame!" <laughs> it's just absolutely perfect too. Just Harcourt sits back, a little angry. Oh look, we're here. Yeah, but well, she's starting to soften, which is at the end of the show. But, she's uh, totally fucking vigilante. Yeah. Or. Well, but he doesn't have emotions, right? So. So maybe yeah, maybe that's the deal is that they're like, they can't make the connection. Because one of did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Was, that's just that's just in our headphones. I forget what that is. Something weird's going on. But, no, uh, it's fine. I. Uh, Y'all didn't hear that, just like when I screamed. Yeah. <laughs> Are those times the alarms have gone off and we're like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Jesus anyway, all right. So we're at the Goo Factory. Well, wait. They, I like how they were, like, <laughs> foreshadowing the chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Mark, I'll never get to use a chainsaw. <laughs> so it, part of me went, okay, that somebody's dying with a chainsaw at some point. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. But that were and then they and then they get out and they were I forget what he called it. Rochambeau. Yeah, man. yeah. Rochambeau. We just always I always called rock it shooter pa- or rock. Yeah, pa- it's like or evens odds, yeah. you know, or whatever it is. Yeah, I like Rochambeau better. I'm going to start using that more. Yeah, um, man, that's what I call it. And, and uh, she was like, oh, never mind, don't worry. So about I guess it. it's like they were. What was it? Who? What do you think it was? Was it? Like who loses gets vigilante, or who, or it's like, are they both wanting peacemaker? No. Are they are they not wanting peacemaker? I think they're not, not wanting. wanting peacemaker. But Harcourt seemed upset. Yeah, that's my point. Like she seemed pissed when she got stuck with vigilante. And then and then when peacemaker was like, "What's that about?" and she's like, "No, no, no." no. Like, right. Exactly. You'll warn me when we get in there, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Which that was. Uh, like that's what I said. It's like it's just beautiful. It's beautiful violence. Yes, it is because she's like, "Hey, her and activate and, X-ray yeah. vision." And and the whole thing's playing out like you think it was, and then all of a sudden, the the de- the clerk's head explodes. Exploded, <laughs> and then he exploded a few other heads. Yeah, she was like, "Why didn't you warn me?" <laughs> the warning was me shooting her in the fucking head, which was that's brilliant. Yeah. When you got splattered with blood, that's that's that your heads was the up. warning. That, that was the warning. But uh, and then she was just shooting dead people. Like she's trigger happy now that she shot somebody. And whatever happened to Judo King? Is he still in the hideout? 
all strapped up with an IV? Yeah. Okay, that's what I, I think. I mean, like, yeah, that's the premise is they're that trying he's got... to nurse him back to health. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, I had to ask about that. Well, no, but well, and that, I mean that 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 goes back to what we're saying is is like they should be because he was about to spill the beans on the butterflies. And Merm was back there, stayed back with him. Yeah. So who the fuck knows what's going on right, right there? But anyway, back at the goo factory. Yeah, because so, yeah. then then Harcourt and them figure out that. They figure out the goo. That's where they were making it. It was almost like an an arms dealer's warehouse, yeah. but with <laughs> that's right, goo, yeah. Yeah. honey, and whatever. It, it is. wasn't. It wasn't piles of cocaine. It was no, no, just, no, it was piles of goo, goo. jars <laughs> of big giant mason jars of goo. Which, of course, is following kind of what you expect. That I mean, like when they're in there, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, of yeah, course, okay, yeah. of course, that's yeah, what they're looking for, right? And they talked about it a little too, and yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. So then they have the big battle royal, but... But with the grenade attached to a Russian <laughs> Here, I've got this grenade. Are we, yeah, well, yeah. Do you know if it works? I don't know. I put it together this morning. <laughs> well, the, that, was, that was another one. Again, why didn't you warn me? Like, I just threw a bomb. Right. Like, <laughs> you don't no, know. No, to, he, oh, why didn't you tell me to run? Because I just threw a bomb. <laughs> I've got to tell you to run from a grenade. <laughs> Come on now. <sighs> well, so, said, they're, yeah, their little buddy cop banter. Is I, getting I can better watch and those two. <laughs> I can I can watch an episode of just those two. Yeah, it would be awesome. And we get it a lot. We get a lot of those two, which is perfect. They they play perfect off of each other. Which and then that leads us to <laughs> Charlie. They're guardian angel. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, man, it's probably like someone like the mountain or something with a butterfly. Or, or yeah, or like a large-ass butterfly. Because it were this. Yeah. What, what I love about the setup is, is they go into that room, and there's this, like, complex computer system. Yes, like in the bunker and lo- yeah. lost, but. Oh, I don't but know. more futuristic. Exactly. And so you you would think like oh it's got to be some like high tech alien or something. Nope, and it then... was not. It was a giant gorilla. <laughs> well, like infected with a butterfly. But they had teased a gorilla getting out of jail, like <laughs> in radio blips in the background or a TV <laughs> clip in the background. Like you, it, they've mentioned it at least a couple of times. Yeah, and then paid it off. <laughs> With a fucking gorilla <laughs> kicking the shit out of everyone. Yeah. It was fun. And just, and again, like, if that wasn't a big enough surprise, and then when you're kind of going, like, oh, okay, like, it, like they're going to be captured or something. Yeah. The, no, gr- the gorilla starts shaking. <laughs> well, and so you, you start putting it together because you hear it. And then you and then you and see then, the beginning you, of the way, but that goes on for a bit. Yeah, there's blood everywhere. Look at them when they get back into the van. None of them have cleaned off, and they've all got blood on them. So, like, but like, like but they hold the shot like on Rick the gorilla back in yeah. the day with the crimson mask. But they hold the shot on the gorilla for a a bit. I was expecting it to split in half. Yeah, not go up and down. Yeah, I wanted him to go all the way up, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... 
disembowelment, like. And right as the gorilla was about to speak, you think it was that what was happening? I heard him say like "die." No. Yeah. No, that had to be uh, Graybeard. Could have been, but I like watch it for like the fourth time now. <laughs> um, I I like I th- or, and because of the butterfly would be I mean that would make yes. sense like it would have now be able to talk but or you know or make normal speech patterns oh but, man I just tried to figure out how I guess a bear would just with had one of those gross tongues <laughs> that would have been a crazy visual <laughs> instead we got it disemboweled yeah and he kind of is it mo or most or most most yeah Economos is now officially after Hanoi Rocks and 11th Street Kids. Well, that, that's the other part is is Peacemaker's reaction yeah. afterwards. And it's like, like immediately he's in the club. Uh, immediately. <laughs> and Vigilante's the other way. He's like, mother... F-. Like, oh, he was so... He stole my thunder. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> like... It's like he just saved your lives, but you're worried that he took your idea. Like, okay. And and Cena was just like, sorry, Peacemaker was so awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Mwah. And then they drive home and everybody's happy. <laughs> sorry. That's... Well, until they have the Peacemaker train, a.k.a. the feces drink. Which I wrote it down. It's gin, vermouth, vinegar, peppercorn, maple syrup, and yak butter. No, no, no. He, 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 but he made it with real butter because it's hard he, to get yak butter in exactly. evergreen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And actually, there's on uh, somewhere out there, I saw it on Twitter, like a dude actually made, made it. it. Yeah. <laughs> what did it? Oh, it's is like, there a yeah, video of him drinking it? Yeah. Like, like get, on, get on James Gunn's feet because... Somebody shared or you know tagged him in it, and he he reshared it, and his line on it was like, "Not all heroes are superheroes." <laughs> Just for this dude putting that disgusting shit together and drinking it, and the, and I think too the guy had like a lumberjack hat on. And oh, like, of course he did. Yeah, he probably lives in a trailer in the woods because he could get yak milk. <laughs> There it is. We got to figure out where yaks are. He probably has his own yak. He's got to go up and milk. I guess you'd have to have two yaks because you'd have to get one pregnant. He should have been like, if you need your yak milk, hit me up in my DMs. You know? My cash app is here if you're short on yak milk. Yeah. All right. Are we going to finish? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like... I, I. the only way to, I've, or the last thing for me is just like, they, they're starting to get in, I, these characters are going through some deep shit. Yes. Which is, again, goes back to James, James Gunn's writing to me is that you're able to, you know, chainsaw a gorilla, but then actually like go like, oh, this is, this is what family and friendship yeah, is about. Of course. Yeah. And Adebayo, who doesn't get enough credit, is going through some shit because we, we, we haven't touched on this. The diary. Yeah. I want to know, because that diary has been mentioned throughout the show. Like, what, what? 
Well, it's a plant, so that yeah, there's got to be something, that, and I, I it's got to be something against the butterfly plan, so no. or maybe oh, never mind. His brother's diary, maybe. Ooh, right. Do you like the finer things in life? Do you like to support independent American small business? The Goddamn Sauce has you covered for your condiment needs. They have barbecue sauces and hot sauces that are delicious and amazing. Their barbecue sauces are their original and spicy barbecue, pineapple and ginger, and mambo barbecue sauce. Their hot sauces are their honeycomb hot sauce, sriracha garlic, lemon pepper, ginger ghost, tomato habanero, mango habanero, and curry reaper pepper. Do yourself a favor. Go to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Boba Fettuccine. Or not really no, this week. This isn't. This was The Mandalorian. And even, or, I, I, it's... So I'm still trying to figure out. So how did we get from I I guess I guess the thinking in terms of Favreau and Filoni was we got to we got to fig- we got to show how the Mandalorian gets back to Tatooine so then he's able to be brought in as hired muscle for Boba Fett. Okay. That, that, okay, that makes sense. In order to fight the amphibian spice runners, whatever the... I, I, I forget the name of the race. But the ones who wiped out the Tusken Raiders and... The train people. Yeah. Yes. So, Fuck those guys. Um, but it was a wonderful surprise. I mean, I hate dude, to sound was, cheesy about that, but it was like... He got kicked out, like, officially, right? I mean, he... <laughs> I think he's done. Yeah. Okay. Just make it sure. No, that's the uh after after he got what he needed though. Right, yeah. And and you know, got a little bit of training with the Dark Saber and we get more of a backstory on the Dark Saber now. Yes. Which it's not just some random Mm-mm-mm. weird lightsaber. It's Oh no, it's got history. It what and it's got a whole I <laughs> I mean mind of its own. Yeah, and, so like um, like yeah. <laughs> I, um, sorry, go whom, ahead. Whom? Whom? <laughs> but, like, that idea of, like, so, you know, when he's training with it and she, and the the priestess, I guess is what you Yeah, that's, yeah. I, she reminds me of one of the, uh, I don't want to say dealers, shopkeeps in Destiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that's exactly she, what you're talking about. That's who she reminds me um, of. But, yeah, she's the that, priestess, the, um... The forge. Yeah. And saying, like, you have to let, like, you have to give in to the sword. And like, the, let and, the sword do its thing? Yeah. So, which, you know, this is Star Wars, so no name, even as weird as it sounds, is by mistake. So, dark saber. So, that, right. like, like, to me, what was interesting about that is that it's almost, like, is this... And of course they here we go. They throw a whole bunch at you, which is of course it was created by the only Jedi Mandalorian. Correct. But what if he wasn't Jedi? What if he at the end he was moving into Sith and that that's the whole point is that 
instead of resisting your fears and desires. Hate leads to fear. Yeah, Because the whole thing is, is that you have to give yourself over willingly to the dark saber, and then it will it won't be heavy as shit. But. All right. I mean, in theory, I guess is is the no, way no, that no, I know. That's it. that's you have to be. It's. It's not you have to be worthy like Mjolnir. Yeah. It's. I don't you, know. It's almost you like have to you know have to, how to wield. You it. have to feel the force. Right. So does that mean any Mandalorian can do it, or do you have to be a force sensitive? Correct. Mandal- yeah, that's my question. And is is Mando or Jin Darden or yeah Darden is he force sensitive? He's got to be. Why do you think... He's still connected to Gorgu? Yes. Or Grogu, excuse me. Yeah, because it's like, why else would... I mean, granted, I mean, the fucking kid's cute for a 50-year-old kid. With fucking force powers. Sure. But... But, I mean, he's supposed to be this badass, and yet he can't get his mind off of it. Right. So maybe... I Like, that's what I was hoping... I mean, that's one of the things... I'm. <sighs> I'm hoping that that now that's what the third season is going to be is a keeping the dark saber out of the hands of the Sith slash First Order. Go ahead, I got it. And that he eventually, when he reunites again with Grogu after he goes and visits him and gives him the chainmail and all that, right. is that he finds out like, oh, you know, and because it's Luke, Luke was late to the game, so. I was just- so basically, I'm what sorry, you're saying yeah. is season season three is going to be on the in the Dagobah system. Oh, that would. Ooh. Could you imagine Baby Yoda? Excuse me, Grogu running around on Mando's ba- Doju, running around on his back, <laughs> yeah, and like doing one-handed handstands and shit. <laughs> Fuck, I need that episode. But Are yes, th- you went. You you went exactly to where I was thinking too. Sorry. No, like, no, 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 no. I no. stole your thunder. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. You, you, you did not have. Nobody had the mental picture of Daiju, Daijan. Din, Din Jardin. Din Jardin. Mando. Like, like, yeah. It's a, yeah. Mando's easier. Thank but you. like to me, like, why else introduce? I mean, other than it's already part of canon. But right. why else bring back up the idea that there's only been one? Jedi Mandalorian. Well, then, now we're eventually going to see two, or maybe like a dark side Mandalorian well, I mean, or something. What? There's always two. No, Isn't I'm just that saying. What Yoda like, said. Yoda. Well, yeah. Well, he said it about the Sith, but he also said it about yeah. the twins. Yeah, there's a there's a master and the apprentice. Correct. So, ooh. Just saying, man. That's how that shit works. So and because you, he's you he's, clever motherfucker is he see is this ever been established he's not a clone who Mando yes no 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 remember okay. he he's a foundling that's what I thought okay like his fa- sure. his family and his town was wiped out and the men and the which is the way did. Mandalorian got it okay found him I got to figure out what like the name of their sect is like their official well I mean I know they're the, this they're, is the way guys yeah yeah or sect yeah not the it's just, imperial armor yeah. army it's not the way but that would like that part to me <laughs> this, was fascinating this yeah. is the way <laughs> thanks but that like I did love that I mean for not having seen a bunch of the cartoons and stuff like that of knowing yeah, the background yep. but when they did the like 
the explanation of how Mandalore was destroyed. Right. And that, you know, they moved away from the way and then Imperial, inter, what did they say, interlopers or somebody like that? <laughs> Imperial. But they Fucking made deals squires. with the Empire, and of course the Empire went back on it and then bombed the shit out right, of the and planet. Right, and murdered all of them, right. Yeah. So... And there's only Which a also explains why Bo, why why Bo Katan is in exile and X Y and Z. Yeah, because they murdered a whole bunch of them in season one. Yeah, those oh, fucking assholes. But it's okay. We got our revenge. So, and then he fought the other right Mando. Like, why? Because the so the other Mandalorian. And, and it's almost like the ring was calling to him. Well, that were and it was his family had crafted the sword. Correct. So I guess yep. the original Jedi, Mandalorian Jedi, was like his or whoever he went um, to teenth grandfather or great grandfather. I need to see that lineage. Yeah, and how long that thing's been around? Yeah, what did they say? I mean, was it a thousand years yeah, or something, something like, like that? Yeah. It's been. So, but or it's his house crafted it, so he believes it belongs to his family. Wrong. And then, well, no, and like, and he he tries to win it, but then fails because he can't wield it because it's too heavy. I mean, he's got a good claim. Sure. He, the claim was. But he doesn't have sparkling Beskar. No. Like Mando does. And that fucking jetpack that. <clears throat> when he was practicing and kept falling off. <laughs> oh. It's like, God damn, that's got to be frustrating. Yeah. It's like what Siri was, kept doing. <laughs> yeah. Just falling down. Yeah. You Ooh. like it. Yeah, exactly. Cross storyline. Sorry, I was just, it's the multiverse at this point. No, and then, which I, I you know, I, I wonder. I love it. In terms of the writing, but like that that idea that you know, so I guess that it's supposed to set up the whole thing where they have to take their vow again, right? And then they, you know, he he doesn't lie, which you kind of want to go like, why not just lie? Like because that maybe that's not part of the, the way. yeah yeah that's so, the opposite of the way. Yeah, but he still gets punished either way. So yeah, good point. He's still he's still banished, and then because he's an honorable man. That's true. I mean, like I get that. Yeah, he's an affable man. And then, in order to rejoin the way, he has to go to the mines of Mandalore, which that's very Lord of the Rings ish. Oh, I can't wait to see what these mines look like. Yeah. So is that where it's going to pick up? Well, we don't know because we don't know what's going to happen when he comes and helps them murder a bunch of people. Well, I mean, as far as where this episode left off, he's saying he will help Boba Fett for free. Right. But he's got to go and see Grogu first. And right. deliver the chainmail. But, again, that's, that's jumping ahead. So, how many more episodes do we have? Uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, it was like an eight, it's an eight episode run, and we're on, what, like chapter four or five? That was five, sixes yeah. today. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that they have TSA checkpoints <laughs> in a galaxy far, Thank far away. Thank you yeah. for enjoying my, Dude, my bullet point. That is <laughs> fucking beautiful. Well, it's similar to, like, the earlier episode where they had, like, the the mind-numbing clerk at the desk 
But this one, <laughs> this one worked better than that. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like the clerk being like, oh, there's no, there's no appointments available. Right. No, this was guy was just like, do you have a reservation? This was like, well, and what I loved about it was he throws everything in, but he still has the jetpack on. So he yes. literally has a flamethrower on Correct. the bag. Exactly. <laughs> he did not take the, he just emptied out. All, I like how the, the things, the, the Yeah, missiles. what do they call it? Yeah, it was like the songbird or something I like that. I don't know. Yeah. And it just, they just landed. Don't let anything happen to this. <laughs> All right. I know, I know everything that's in here. Yeah. But <laughs> that was just the little things again. Sure. Just like the crazy chick on wherever he goes. I can never remember where she lives. Who builds. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the one uh, that Amy Sedaris plays. Yeah. Exactly. Her. What is her name? I have no Crazy idea. Crazy Gypsy Woman? Because <laughs> that's what she is, but she's like a savant with. Uh... That sounds like a Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> oh, it might be. If it is, I'm sorry. I don't, we don't, wait, we don't need to get lawyers involved. <laughs> it's like pure coincidence. It's at least a Stevie Nicks song, but anyway. Um, She'll, yeah, so I think um, she'll be at Jazz Fest, yeah. Pelly, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Pelly Motto is the is the character listed on IMDb. Pelly Motto. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But at any rate, she banged a Jawa. Yeah, she did. Apparently. And Jawas all have furry. Like, yeah. What is? Okay, I I don't need to know too much about Jawas. I really don't. Like also, I, I want to know how their hierarchy works. Like their sure. their people, but well, I mean, in in a sense, you do get to know a little bit more about that. In that, it seems like it's just this—they're like free for all, you know, like cave rats. That's exactly. That's why I want to know. Like, do they have any structure? Or are they just like five dudes like each other, so they're going to go out and and get in one of those big and wreck shop. <laughs> You know, and there's just like a bunch of gangs, or do like they hunt in packs? Clearly, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Is there like a master Jawa? Or... Right. Also, it's like the fact that you throw in the furry thing, and we still want to know they have glowing fucking eyes. Like exactly. So do they have and, other and glowing they, things? Like and they or... clearly can communicate. I mean, we know all animals can communicate but they there there's communication but and it's also clearly a language that other people can understand right. because amy sedaris spoke it or not I mean, you she know. banged one but you know and they have thumbs because they can carry shit yeah yeah i want to know we need whoever's in charge i want an episode on jawas like that seems like a feloni thing yeah yeah we can get dave, that. yeah dave feloni should be in charge of that one but that doesn't strike me as a john favreau no concern. No, no. John Favreau is on to way bigger and better things. <laughs> yeah, just just not Aunt May anymore. God rest her soul. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, yeah, we. I. I don't need to stay on the Jawas because it's still just like right. Yeah, they're they're, but the build in the shot like that. Speeder is what it looked like, but the fucker flew in space. So. I, I forget where I saw it. It was either on Twitter or it was on like Screen Rant. So it's like a Naboo, like Starfighter, yes. but with the pod racer engines on the side. 
So instead of that big golden thing that yeah. Princess Naboo flew in. But yeah, or like remember the people that like her accompany starfighters had yeah. like that like shiny silver thing. And then oh, it's yeah, got the too. pod racer engines on the side of it. And which is like I remember like said so the I ended up watching the episode twice and the first time when Mando gets out of it and he says wizard I'm like what the fuck does that mean? But then you go back to episode one, Star Wars episode one, and when young Anakin, like, that's their word for cool. Wizard? Yeah. And you're going, like, that's a weird throwback, but it's like, okay, I get it. We're sure, but. They also, I also saw that. It's a dumb fucking word for that. The gate that he crashed, Anakin crashes through during yeah. his pod race was there. There, like yeah. It was there still destroyed same place well that whole like canyon was where yeah the pod exactly was, it's the pod so. which is why i was like why the fuck do you need a pod like what that's not gonna do anything and then you know he flies through fucking space yeah and then he's got he's got the nitrous booster right I was, what the fuck is wrong with you although i did enjoy bringing back the uh like the lazy new republic cop <laughs> being like yeah, we don't want to do paperwork. Right. Just let him go. Like, like go on and just wave him through. And he's got a he's got a rookie with him now. Like, do you really want to do that? No, I don't think so. Like all of a sudden we're back in like you know some nineteen seventies New York cop show like Hill Street Blues. Like, eh, I gotta get home to wife and kids. It's, it's those two guys, the two guys that are never doing anything. Like the two guys <laughs> in the background in Miami Vice yeah. that got like. <laughs> They'd come in with their jokes, blah, 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 but you never saw them. Yeah. But like every seventh episode, maybe it was, two, yeah. two or three times a year. They Not Crockett like, and Toes, but Chad and Tyler. Yeah, they were in, they were <laughs> the focus. It's awesome. But, yeah, and like I, I, the, the only other thing that ties into the Boba Fett storyline, other than when Fennec Shand shows up, is like is uh, Amy Sedaris's character does mention the Spice Runners? She does. Yeah, and how like they've changed the whole dynamic of tat of, of Tatooine. Right, which is why she was having a hard time getting parts now. Yeah, because and she, and she has to go to the furry Jawas. Right, because she knew somebody because she was banging them. <laughs> how fucking <laughs> random. <laughs> Also, the size difference also creates other well, there questions. Are, I think there were a couple of Jawas are. But I mean, like when she's standing next to him, I mean they're they're waist height on her. So I mean, hey, that's she Ew, likes him like that. It's, <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that could take us back to some lines in Peacemaker. <laughs> I mean, gonna, hey, she... I'm not going to use my pinky. So wait a minute. <laughs> I'm only going to use my thumb. It's because lesbians don't finger bang. We literally finger bang more than the entire world. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. You started it. I know. I'm sorry. You started it. I'm so I apologize. So. <laughs> all right. So back to the, the, the chain mail. Yeah. Thing. Because he has that staff made of the spear yeah the best car spear right 
So he has that melted down. Which is it's like that that was also another point that the that the forge priestess you know made that like I didn't think about it at the time, which is so that would be the only thing that could actually pierce through Mandalorian. So you can't have that. Right, but isn't didn't he have some No, I guess his armor wasn't the same stuff. It is. It's all Beskar. Right, because he had those giant ignit, ig, ignots. Yeah, ignots, yeah. Um, at the beginning of... Or ingots or whatever it is, yeah. We know, everybody knows what we're talking about. If you don't, Google it. Um, They're all over the place in Skyrim. I know that. Um, well, and the Witcher. <laughs> and the Witcher. And and Mandalore. Um, and, yes. <laughs> so that's what his... So, but why chainmail? If I get to watch Grogu walk around in his robe with chain mail over it no it would go under i will believe no fuck that <laughs> if he's giving well that's him where chain mail is supposed to be worn where underneath i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't i don't care should defy logic and wear the chain mail on the outside does he really need chain mail he's a fucking jedi well it's i guess that, he but, needs you know. chain oh i know why he needs the the special chain mail so that the Sith or whoever the bad guys are can't they can pokey pokey him with a lightsaber right but that's right yeah because it, it's it, it's the only metal that can stop a lightsaber exactly and then the I, the reason I figure it was chain mail is chain mail is more flexible so it's not like he's wearing plates of armor and well and it fits in a little bag that was looked exactly, <laughs> exactly like, like Grogu yeah like it was a perfect bow. And actually, beneficial of Grogu's species is he's not going to grow that much. So it's not like no, you have no. He to, can grow into it. You don't need to get like you know. You don't go from like a, a size six to a, an adult medium. No, no, no. So no, no, no. He could shop in the same section. Yeah. The and rest maybe, of his life. And maybe he had it made a little bit larger so that he knows in the next fifty years he'll finally right. grow into it. Exactly. Yeah. You can pin chains up. <laughs> So I hope they make him bigger. I don't, but you know. Who, Grogu? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's. They can't because it hasn't been much time. All we knew before the Mandalorian was Yoda's race. They they still haven't named what the fuck, or, no. you know, or it's probably hidden somewhere or it's no, but mentioned they, in the they, cartoons. They had or a something. pod in the chamber. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, it was like, all we knew about Yoda is that they live very long. Right. So, and then you realize, like, they're still babies up until 50 years old. And they're still legit babies. Like, still learning things. But knowing, whatever. So, how old was Yoda? It took Luke. He was like, he was like 200 or something years old. Yeah, see, Luke killed him. He got sick of dealing with Luke's shit (laughs) and killed himself. Why? Why? Oh my god! I need to take a nap. Well, and that we're you know another so, funny part is yeah. So like apparently yeah, Yoda's race lives really long, and apparently Wookies live forever. Because like because like Chewbacca's over two hundred years old, and he looks good. He doesn't have any gray. Yeah, like the fucking mountain that's yeah. trying to kill Boba Fettuccine. Fuck that guy is scary. So. <clears throat> Uh-uh. Yeah, was that where we are? So, are we going to get another? Because he has to go see Rogue.
Today's podcast has been brought to you by the GD Sauce, a small American business for all of your condiment and hot sauce needs. Head on over to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and social media by Rebecca Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.